0: We welcome to
1: everyone here this morning. We've opened our service at 648.
2: Let's open with a word of prayer. Lord, we come before you, uh, especially in this time of Thanksgiving. Uh, We want to thank you for our friends and family, the ability to gather together and fellowship. Uh, We thank you for just our basic needs in life, the food to eat, house over our head, and just health in general. We want to pray for those who are near, far, maybe traveling pray for those who may not have uh, the simple life pleasures that we have, uh, that they can just turn to you in times of trouble, times of need, and uh, follow me with uh, the Lord's prayer that he taught us, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day the daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. deliver us from temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Does anyone have a song we can continue
0: 624.
2: 624.
1: to see everybody out today. We have an exceptionally beautiful weekend with the fall colors, nice weather. And I was just thinking this morning that, not that it's all that important to say, but Thanksgiving 68, Cousin Barry and I rode horseback from Sullivan Lake out to where Shane is now started out Friday night and, and rode a little bit up to, to Eckville and camped. And the next day we made it out to Gimlet here, and, and then Sunday we rode all the way back. And it was exactly the same kind of weather. Beautiful, beautiful weekend. You see the, across the country the beautiful crops. And, and the, Body bounty of the land, God still has His hand over us in that in that way, in that natural sense. And of course, we pray for peace. And we pray for all these all these things in this natural world, and we pray for that we could each receive the gift of salvation if we haven't yet. And bask in, in that beauty that when this life is over we have a, a eternal life to look forward to. An eternal beauty and glory with with our Heavenly Father and with our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. I had a dilemma this morning, I had this text fixed out picked out and then on the way to church this ribbon came out of my marker, ribbon came out of my Bible and I didn't remember the the chapter that I had picked out, so Swan helped me find it. Thank you for that. It's a story of Mary and Martha and Lazarus and how Lazarus dies. Very familiar story and one of the many miracles Jesus performed. So we'll read we we'll me read the 11th chapter of, of John. Quite a bit of reading. The first 45 verses.
0: It
1: takes, it takes it all to cover the story. Reading these words in Jesus' name. Now a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, to- the town of Mary and her sister Martha. And it was Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sisters sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha Martha, and her sister and Lazarus. And when he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. Then after that he saith to his disciples, Let us go into Judea again. His disciples say unto him, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone thee, and thou goest thither again. Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in a day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not, because he seeth the light of this world. But if a man walk in the night, he stumbleth, because there is no light in him. These things said he, and after that he said unto them, "Our Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go, that I may... Wake him out of his out of sleep. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. Howbeit Jesus spake not of his howbeit Jesus spake of his death, but they thought that he had spoken of taking rest in sleep. Then he then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, to the intent that ye may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. Then said Thomas, which was called Didymus, unto his fellows, fellow disciples, Let us go also, that we may die with him. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave four days already. Now Bethany was nigh unto Jerusalem, about fifteen furlongs off. And many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. When Martha, then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went And met him, but Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus saith unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth on me, though he were dead, yet he shall live. Yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? She saith unto him, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. And when she had so she said, she went her way and called Mary her sister, secretly saying, The Master is come and us for thee. As soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came unto him. Now, Jesus was not yet come into the town, but was in that place where Martha met him. The Jews then, which were with her in her house and comforted her, when they saw Mary, that she rose up hastily and went out, followed her, saying, She goeth unto the grave to weep there. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was she saw, and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in his spirit and was troubled. And, and he said, Where have ye laid him? They said unto him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Then said the Jews, Behold how he loved him. And some of them said, Could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind have caused that even this man should not have died? Jesus therefore, again groaning in himself, cometh to the grave. It was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, Take, take ye away the stones. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. Jesus saith unto her, unto her, Said I not unto thee that if thou wouldst believe thou shouldst see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me, and I knew that thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he had thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound bound about with a napkin. Jesus saith unto him, Loose him, and let him go. Then many of the Jews which came to Mary, and had seen the things which Jesus did, believed on him. Amen. Greetings of grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Be multiplied unto each one gathered here this morning, now and forever. Amen. As I said, it was quite a quite a lengthy text there to read, but it gives us it gives us the whole story. And we know that the miracle is, is something really something, but I wanted to bring out a few more things there that that uh, seem to come out of this text and I want to say first of all that we don't have to look at Lazarus as being this great sinner if we if we um, parallel sin with, with the death that it's spoken of in here let's not let's not nail Lazarus as such a great sinner but rather Look at it in that, at it in that way that, that without Jesus' help, we have no help, and we will die in our sins. And not to say that Lazarus was such a great sinner or that he wasn't saved. I don't say that, but I, I think I think this is a picture of, of what happens to a, pan, a, a man when or or a person when, when they become sick. Um, I think the last time I stood up here I talked about the, the man that was on his way from Jerusalem to Jericho and he fell among thieves and he was beaten up and, and his clothing ripped off him and he was sick and alone and he had no help. And, and it took the good Samaritan, Jesus, to... Come along and have compassion on him, and that's that's what brought life back into this, into him. Here we have Lazarus, who is sick. And in, in the in the other parable I was just mentioning, it seems that the man was was sin sick, and I'm not as I say I don't I don't look at Lazarus this way, but it says that. A certain now it starts out a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany a town of Mary and her sister Martha and, and then it, it tells about Mary is the one that came to, to Jesus with, with an alabaster box in another story and anointed the feet of Jesus with this expensive ointment and the Pharisees were indignant about that and it shows that Mary had a, a deeper understanding of who Jesus was. And the Pharisees didn't see that. And so, it, so it, it points out that this is the same Mary. That it says, anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair. Whose brother Lazarus was sick. Mary was the one that, that Jesus had to get after the Pharisees for saying that could not this ointment have been sold for much money and to help out the poor with that? Jesus says, the poor you have with you always, but that they would not have him with them always, and that she's done an honorable thing, and that, that she did this, and I don't fully understand that, but, but uh, she did that act of kindness or whatever you would call it as a as a uh, I, don't, I can't think of a word but some, it's concerning his death and his resurrection that, that she, she anointed his feet so the sisters sin for Jesus they have that, that faith that if Jesus would have been here or, or were here he's still alive, but the, the brother Lazarus is still alive at this point, and his sister sent word to him. it says there how far away he was, fifteen furlongs or something, but he, Jesus wasn't there, so they sent word to him that lazarus is is very sick. Jesus says. When Jesus heard that. He said, "This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby." So, there's a there's a miracle coming up. Jesus always glorified His Father's name. I believe that that the work of Jesus was glorified, and the work of God is glorified. And, and Jesus says that. This, this death is is not eternal death. This, death. this death is so that the Son of God might be glorified. When Jesus heard, therefore, that, that Lazarus was sick, he abode two days, still in the same place where he was. Then after that, he saith to his disciples, let us go unto Judea again. I don't... I don't I don't remember what kind of problems Jesus has had, but the disciples warn him that the last time you were there, the Jews sought to stone you, and you're going back. Right, you're wondering if he, if he really knows the dangers of going back there. His disciples say, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone thee, and thou goest thither again. Jesus answered are there not twelve hours in a day if any man walk in the day he stumbleth not because he seeth the light of this world but if a man walk in the night he stumbleth because there is no light in him we know that in John 3 I mentioned that the other night in our discussion Bible study how, how men love darkness rather than light and and Jesus says that condemnation comes to men when light comes into this world. And it was concerning the 8th chapter of Romans when it said there is no condemnation to those that walk after the Spirit and after God. So Jesus explains to them that I don't know if we have to worry about the natural day in the natural night but he, he refers to it as, as are there not 12 hours in a day like he won't have he won't have any trouble if he walks there during the day but if he walks if, if a man walks in the night he stumbles because there is no light in him there has to be a spiritual side to that because we know that we could walk we could walk someplace at night and not have any any light in us or around us, and, and uh, we stumble. And if we have light in us, or as the scripture says, enlightenment, then we won't stumble. But Je- what Jesus is pointing out is that he, he is going there to do a good work, and that he's not going to worry about these past things that have happened where the, the Jews are wanting to stone him. These things said he, and after that he saith unto them, our friend, our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that I may awake him out of sleep. So these people, the disciples, they thought that Jesus was talking about Lazarus being sick. And of course, we know that when we're sick, rest is one of the, one of the healing things. Probably, probably a big thing in a lot, lot of our uh, troubles and trials with physical sickness. So the disciples say, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. And sleep, sleep will be good for him if he's, if he's sick. Howbeit Jesus spake of his death. But they thought that he had spoken of taking rest in sleep. Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. If we, if we look at this in a spiritual sense. The story of the. And the uh, two sons that left home, the prodigal son. Story of the prodigal son speaks to the two sons. The father says, when the when the son returns, that this was my, this my son was dead, and he is alive again. He was he was lost, and now he is found. So Jesus is referring to Lazarus' physical death in, in that same manner, I believe. And and we might wonder why he says, I was glad. Jesus says, I I am glad for your sakes that I was not there. To the intent that you may believe, nevertheless, let us go unto him. This miracle that he's about to perform will have, would we say, more more power and and more meaning. if, If what is about to happen happens instead of as Mary and Martha thought that if Jesus were here Lazarus wouldn't have died Jesus was in our unbelieving heart and we die in, in that in that way that the father talks about his son this my son was dead and is alive again he is lost and he is found if, if Jesus were there that wouldn't have happened is what they're saying and we know that we can have Jesus in our presence and still fall into troubles and trials and sin. So Jesus, I think he wants to point that out. That He says, I am glad for your sakes that I was not there. Then said Thomas, which is called Didymus, unto his fellow disciples, let us go that we may die with him. They wanted, they wanted to share in this, in this grief that the people were grieving about when Lazarus died. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had laid in the grave four days already. Now Bethany was nigh unto Jerusalem, about fifteen furlongs off, and many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. (coughs) Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary, sat still in the house, then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus saith unto her, thy brother shall rise again. We we see that Martha's believing. She believes that that Jesus can simply speak the word and that will happen. She believes that strongly in him. But I I sense that she didn't think that he would come to life again because she says, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection of the last day. He's he's gone now. And they were grieving. And there were many of these Jewish friends they had that came there to grieve with Martha and Mary and and comfort her. I, I think Jesus speaks of both the resurrection of, of of the dead in a spiritual sense, and, and he speaks of of what he's going to do to Lazarus here. He actually raised him from from he was, he was dead. Jesus says to the disciples plainly, Lazarus is dead. I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. He's speaking of when we close our eyes to this life Jesus comes again everyone's going to come to life again I am the resurrection of the life I am the resurrection and the life and says, he that believeth on me though he were dead yet he shall live going back to the prodigal son he was dead and he was alive again and and, and the Father prepared that feast. I believe that's a picture of, of, of Jesus being the feast. We feast on him. We live in him. The, the, uh, Paul speaks about Jesus on Mars Hill, I believe it is, where he says that in him we live and move and have our being. Whosoever believeth... Whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? She says unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe. That thou art the Christ, Son of God, which should come into the world. And when she had so said, she went her way, and called Mary, her sister, secretly, saying, The Master is come, and call us for thee. As soon as she heard that, she she arose quickly and came unto him. Now Jesus was not yet coming to the town, but was in that place where Martha met him. The Jews then were with her. The Jews then, which were with her in her house, and comforted her when they saw Mary, that she rose up hastily and went out. Followed her, saying, She goeth unto the grave to weep there. They're going to Lazarus. Lazarus' grave. It's not. He wasn't. He wasn't buried six feet down. He was put into this tomb similar to the one that Jesus was put into. And a stone rolled in front of the door. So they're going to the grave. Lazarus had, had apparently had a, some kind of a funeral service and they had left him in the grave. She goeth to the grave to weep there. So this, this picture of, of what happens to us when we die in sin, whether, whether we die naturally, maybe not, but we die spiritually, Like the prodigal son, he was dead. Jesus is upset and troubled by what's happening here. When he sees these people weeping at the the man's grave. And he weeps himself. He's he's troubled in spirit. It says he groaned in spirit and was troubled. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping which came with her, he groaned in, in the spirit and was troubled. We sing that song, and I guess it kind of that touches my heart or inner man, that... Does Jesus care when my heart is pained too deeply for mirth and song? And then the chorus says, Oh, yes, he cares.
0: I know he cares.
1: His heart is touched with my grief. When the days are weary, the long nights weary, I know my Savior cares. That was what happened on the... When, when, when Jesus came to, the Good Samaritan came to that man who was wounded and left half dead. He cared. He had compassion on him. He picks the man up and takes him to the inn. pours in oil and wine. talked about that a week or two ago. Jesus groans in his spirit and was troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said unto him, "Lord, come and see." Jesus wept. Jesus is weeping, not for the fact that Lazarus has died. I believe he's weeping because these people do not see that there is any hope left for Lazarus. That he's he's gone. Very natural. We've all cried at funeral for loved ones. Very natural thing to do. Jesus weeps, I think, for another reason. He weeps because these people don't see and they don't believe what's going to happen. All they're saying is that if you'd have been here, you could have prevented him, prevented him from dying. Then said the Jews, behold how he loved them. They're, they're still thinking that Jesus is weeping because of the of Lazarus dying Jesus knew more than that Jesus knew that Lazarus had come to life again some of them said could not this man this this must be the Jews I think I think of that that place where (coughs) where uh, Nicodemus goes to Jesus in the middle of the night and he's a Jew He's a ruler of the Jews. I think one, one individual said that, that uh, I don't know if he was a better, well, I'm sure he was better as a Bible scholar than me, but he said that he taught, Nicodemus taught priests in, in, their, in their work. So he was a ruler of the Jews. But he comes to Jesus in the middle of the night and he says, we know That thou art a man come from God, or sent from God. For no man can do these miracles that you do, except except God be with him. The Jews, the Jews who oppose Jesus, the Jews who who really, in a sense, put Jesus on the cross. Nicodemus is speaking for them. And he says, we know that thou art a, a teacher, I believe it uses the word, come from God. So the Jews see this, Jesus weeping, and they say, Behold how he loved him. How Jesus loved Lazarus. Yes, he did, but there's, there's more here for them, and there's a lesson for, for them and for us. And they, says, they say, the Jews say, Could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind have caused that even this man should not have died? Possibly they believed that much that that even if Jesus hadn't been there, he could have prevented this death. Jesus said, take away the stone. Open up this tomb. Open up this hole in the rock where Jesus, where, where Lazarus has been made. Martha kind of gets in the way of, of this a little bit, and she says, he's been dead four days he's starting to smell the body I've, I've learned that through life some experiences that the body starts decaying within seconds after we die the physical body Lazarus had been dead four days Maybe he doesn't smell very good he's been died four days already she opposes Jesus here. She doesn't, she doesn't see what's about to happen. Jesus says, Said I not unto thee that if thou wouldst believe, thou shouldst see the glory of God? Only believe. I'll sing a song, only believe. If you believe, you'll see the glory of God and sing Then he took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. I understand that every move and every word that Jesus spoke and did here on earth, he did at the command of the heavenly Father. He and the Father were that close that God commanded and Jesus did. God commanded to say and Jesus said. He says, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou hearest me always, because but because of the people which stand by I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. I did it not for my sake, but I did it for the sake of these people here. When he thus spoken he cried with a loud voice, "Lazarus, come forth!" The prodigal son, we see clearly, he wasn't dead spiritually or, or physically, but he was dead spiritually. And would we say the father came to him, or the Word came to him, when he was off in that faraway land, the country or area where he had gone? But It says that he came to himself and he realized that he was not in a good place in this faraway country feeding swine. And he says to himself or in his mind that I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back to my father. There's abundance there and here I'm starving. Here I'm trying to eat this and live on this, this food that I'm feeding the swine I think there's a spiritual side to that too that we need to be fed spiritually we can't be we can't be fed with food that isn't, uh, spiritual food that, that isn't nourishing back in Isaiah it talks about Spending money for bread that doesn't satisfy—that's that's, that's feeding on men's understandings, feeding on things that only men can provide and supply, and we starve spiritually, starve. So Jesus is about to perform this miracle. And he says, "Lazarus, come forth." He that was dead came forth bound hand and foot with grave clothes and his face was bound about face was bound about with a napkin then Jesus saith unto him loose him and let him go in the story of the prophet's son the father tells the servants we're the servants the father tells the servants put the best robe on him put a ring on his finger and shoes on his feet put this best robe, this robe of righteousness on him. The Father doesn't do it himself. Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead, but he tells the people, first of of all, to roll away the stone, open up this place where Lazarus is. And then Lazarus comes forth, and Jesus tells the people, loose him and let him go I believe that back back in Isaiah it talks about loosing and letting go it talks about people trying to do the work of God without God being in their lives they don't they don't understand it that way but that's what the text says. <coughs> Where, wherefore have we fasted, say they? This is back in the 58th chapter of Isaiah, third verse. Where, wherefore have we fasted, say they, and thou seest not? Wherefore have we afflicted our soul, and thou takest no knowledge? Behold, in the day of your fast, you find pleasure and exact all your labors. Behold, ye fast for strife and debate and, smite and to smite with the fist of wickedness. Ye shall not fast as ye do this day to make your voice to be heard on high. This type of fasting is not—it's it so that in so many ways. This type of fasting, this, this working the works of man to try and please God, does not get His attention. He doesn't even hear it. it says, "Behold, you fast for strife and debate. This is the result of their fasting. They're—they're they're working, and, and the work they're doing." supposedly for God he fasts for strife and debate and to smite with the fist of wickedness he shall not fast as he do this day to make the voice to be heard on high then Isaiah says this is the type of fast. this is the fast that we should be doing is it such a fast that I have chosen a day for man to afflict his soul is it to bow down his head this is still this is still the, the uh, fasting of man as a rush to spread sackcloth and ashes under him wilt thou call this a fast an acceptable day unto the Lord is not this the fast that I have chosen Isaiah says to loose the bands of wickedness that's what happens here Jesus says loose him and let him go to loose the bands of wickedness to undo the heavy burdens to let the oppressed go free and let ye break every yoke when a person finds himself oppressed and bound in wickedness and yoked, you might say, we can lay hands on one another and proclaim that gospel of the forgiveness of sins to them. These things have been looked after. Jesus has died and risen again. that we can be free from sin. We can be free from yokes and burdens let the oppressed go free is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house when thou seest the naked that thou cover him and thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh then shall thy light break forth as the morning and thine health shall shall spring forth speedily shall spring forth speedily and thy righteousness shall go before thee the glory of the Lord shall be thy reward. And it goes on there. Lazarus comes back to life even as the prodigal son came back to life after he was dead. And he lives again. Loose him and let him go. Then many of the Jews which came to Mary and had seen the things which Jesus did believed on him. It was a miracle. And we we say in, in an expression that it's something I couldn't believe. Here it says that they believed. May it be that, that we can believe these miracles. May, may it be that we can believe even that miracle that each of us can, can tell about and have a story to tell that God has been gracious to me. God has lifted me out of sin. God has set me on that Higher ground we sing about, Lord lift me up and let me stand by faith on heaven's table land. A higher plane than I have found, Lord plant my feet on higher ground. In Jesus' name, Amen. Shall we receive the benediction? May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord make his face shine upon us and be gracious unto us. May the Lord lift up his countenance unto us. And give us everlasting peace in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Someone have a song to continue with?
0: 423. 423.
1: 423. Four, three. Yeah. Three.